0: as we were singing that song and pastor John came up about speaking of fears of uh, man manful fears that man grows up with i remember when i uh, was early saved in wyoming living there or working in the mines there and i one day i was like david he said Deliver me, Lord, from all my fears. So I know that those fears go with being a man or a woman. I know that we have deadly fears that always try to trample us down. But I went to the top of a hill. It was quite a, a long way up. I was a lot younger then. I could climb and, and be... <laughs> I had some muscles back then. <laughs> But I climbed to the top of the hill and I could look and I could see even the mine where I was working. And it was 25 miles away in the distance. And, but I just got up there and I took my Bible. I said, Lord, as David read, Lord, deliver me from all my fears. Lord, I'm afraid of mankind. I'm afraid of of even some of my own fears. And I said, Lord, deliver me from all my fears. And I've never got forgotten that prayer. For the Lord, he does deliver us from all of our fears. I'm just going to read a psalm that's so personal to me this morning. I had five notes of pages of notes, but... The Lord said, leave them alone. This is not a normal service. So, and I'm, a lot of people have said, not normal. But we'll leave that to you <laughs> to decide. But it says, I love the Lord because he has heard my voice. He heard my supplication. He heard me and he inclined his ear even to me. So therefore I will always call upon the name of the Lord as long as I live. For when I was a lot younger, the sorrows of death compassed me. The pains of hell even had got a hold of me. I found much trouble and I found a lot of sorrow. But I called on the name of the Lord out of the midst of my downfall. Gracious is the Lord, righteous is He, for He is merciful. This is Psalm 116. I don't know whether I said that. The Lord preserves the simple. Aren't you glad? Yes. <laughs> I was brought low and He helped me. Return unto your rest, O my soul, for the Lord has dealt bountifully with you, for He has delivered my soul from death. Mine ears, mine eyes from tears, and my feet from falling, for I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I believed, and I have spoken greatly. Yet I was afflicted. But I said in my haste, "O oh, men are liars, what shall I render to the Lord for all of His benefits?" I will take this cup of salvation. And I will call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay his vows unto the Lord in the presence of his people. For precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. Many, we have a lot of new faces that don't know. But the Apostle Paul, whenever he was asked to deliver a word of the Lord in front of anyone. He gave his testimony. He gave his testimony of being knocked off that horse and the Lord coming to him and facing him and making him stand as a man. And I always like to share my testimony, which I believe is one of the most powerful words that you can ever deliver because it's what the Lord has done for me and you deliver that testimony unto the people, it becomes a living word because it became live in me. I was a helpless, hopeless alcoholic back in the 19, uh, late, 18, yeah, not 18. (laughs) Maybe it was 18. <laughs> 1970s, the late 70s and 80s, but it was 1980 when the Lord delivered me completely from alcoholism on the spot. And I always say, you know, people uh, wonder, well, what did you have to do? I said, I was in such a low place, you know, mentally... And spiritually, I was kept alive by booze and hardly any food. I was skinny as a rake i 'm not much more now, but put on a few pounds in my old age but just um, I was in like i could say was in such a, a low, low place, and i'd gone through a divorce and I'd lost my mother at the same time and it just seemed that my whole world came crashing down and I went from being a drinker to a a hopeless alcoholic. But the Lord never stops calling to those that are fearful, that have trouble, that are lonely and lost, for he comes looking for the sheep that are lost, and I was in such a, uh, like I say, a sorrowful place. But I'd been drinking all the night long, till about three in the morning, and but I got up early one morning, and I there was I was alone. I turned the TV on, and there was a preacher preaching the Word of God. And I just stood there, kind of riveted. I thought, what am I doing? And, but I was riveted before it, and pretty soon he gave the altar call. He said, you out there, you out there, you out there, if you would like to be cleansed, and I, I'm going, yes, would you like to be clean? Would you like to be made whole? Would you like to be delivered from all of your sin? I'm going, yes, yes. So this man led me in the prayer of salvation. And when, I, when he did, he gave, you know, I gave my heart to Jesus. And I just stood there bawling like a, like a little child. I was just blubbering. But pretty soon after, I thought, what have I done? What have I done? And I wasn't sure, but I knew something had happened. And I, I felt clean for the first time in my life. I felt clean inside, felt clean. I thought, what has happened to me? Well, a man I used to ride to work with to the, to the mines out there, his name was Gary. He had told me about the sinner's prayer and, and about John 3, 16. And he, he said, you can apply this to your own self. He said, where it says, whosoever, put your name in that spot. For whosoever God loves, he said, put your name in that spot. And anyway, we were driving out, and he, he said, he said, well, how was your day? And I said, well, it was kind of different. <laughs> and he said, why? I said, well... You've always been trying to tell me about this, Jesus. I said, Gary, and I've always kind of shunned you away. I said, but this morning I gave my heart to the Lord. I said, I fully surrendered right there in front of a TV, nobody else to help, or nothing. I said, I didn't know what to do. I just shouted, yippee. (laughs) (laughs) I was in Wyoming. But, I, but he about jumped out of the truck. I, I said, no, take control of the wheel, you know. <laughs> and anyway, we drove out there. And then we were on the same team. And we go down the shaft. And, um, and then we drive out to where the faces are of, of the workings of this uh, coal mine. Not coal mine, it was Trona, Trona mine. And anyway... The team, you know, we usually go and get a bite to eat. And um, before we go in, into work, we had a little table in a, in a little place. And anyway, we were sitting there and all of a sudden one of my uh, English friends said to Gary, he said, he like kind of cursed him and made a, a remark about Jesus. And so we're sitting down, and so I stood up, and I said, why, what's the matter with Jesus? (laughs) And everybody just said, why? I said, well, I gave my heart to him today, so that's it. There's nothing wrong with Jesus. (laughs) And so, you know, my life went on from there. I just was so... uh, I met Pastor John out there. He used to come evangelising in those days. And so that's how we've known each other for... We've been together now for 40 years But it don't seem a day too long (laughs) There ain't a pastor living in the land That I'd swap for my dear old John So we go on and we know that the Lord can deliver us from all of our fears. Like I said, we can be delivered. And and there was another time when the Lord delivered me from smoking about six months after. And I knew, you know, I knew it was bad for my health. (laughs) My health was not very good. But the Lord, you know, I used to work in the coal mines in England as well. So my lungs became kind of uh, blackish. And then, but then I, I smoked two packs a day, you know, as well. Even though it was down there, you know, only for eight hours. But, uh, but anyway, but through the years, the Lord has, you know, healed. And I don't have any lung problems whatsoever, you know. And that, that morning, that morning, I gave my heart to the Lord it completely took the desire of booze away. Amen. That's how I was delivered. I just gave, you know, I surrendered. People said, well, what did you do? <laughs> just like they asked the blind man in Jerusalem, you know, what, what did you do? And he said, I, he said, the man I knew, he said, he said, I was blind, but now I see. And I said, what Jesus did, he just took away my desire when I surrendered my heart to him. And he said, oh, that's all you have to do? And I said, yes, it's for any one." The Bible says, whosoever will call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And the Lord gave me a scripture one morning. I was reading it. It's about David, and he was with his men. He was, it said, he was sealed up in a cave in Adullam. And the troop of the Philistines pitched into the valley of Rephaim. And David was in a an hold, and the garrison and the Philistines were about him when he was in Bethlehem. But David said he longed. For a drink of the water of the well of Bethlehem, which is by the gate there. And the three mighty men who heard this, they went and broke out through the host of the Philistines. They went and drew the water out of the well that was by the gate. And he took it and it brought him. They brought it to David. Nevertheless, he said, I will not drink this. But he poured it out before the Lord. And it says in the Bible that he, he knew it had taken the men that they, would, they gave their lives almost. They could have been killed for a drink of water for David. And the Lord said, that's all you've got to do with your cigarettes. Just lay them, pour them out before me. So I did one morning, I lifted them up, and I said, I said, Lord, I know you see these cigarettes. And I, I had a pack in the, in the fridge as well. I was told that's where you keep them. <laughs> so I pulled them out, and I said, devil, I know you see these as well. And I said, but this is the last day of me smoking on these things. And so the Lord delivered me, like, whenever you surrender anything of your life to the Lord, he will fulfill it with, like Deb said this morning, it's just Jesus. It's just him that we need. Whenever we pour anything out of our hearts, the Lord will fill it and fill it with good things and goodness and gentleness and greatness Unto you, mercy and grace that we did not deserve. But it it is poured out. And it was poured out the day that he hung upon that cross for you and for me. That the love of God was hanging there. Just beautiful. The love of God was hanging there. And he said, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. And, you know, that's a prayer I've prayed myself you know, before I came to know the Lord. I said, you know, Lord, forgive me. I grew up where I grew up in a a church that my friend Joy painted a little picture of a boy running up to a church in England. And I used to be a choir boy and, and sing, but never heard the gospel, or I heard the gospel, but I never heard that you, you can be saved. You can have a personal relationship with this God, with this King of Kings, that you can have a personal touch, that Jesus will come and speak to you. Isn't that great? That the Lord himself, the almighty God, will come and whisper in your ear and say, John, I love you. I love you. John, I love you. And we all, as people, we need the realness of God. We don't need a religion. We need the realness of the Lord in our own hearts that we can walk in this life just as David did, just as the apostles did. The hardest thing that the apostles done, you know, Paul the apostle you know I need a drink of water somebody has anybody got a a cup of water my son's running thank you Sam my lips are dry my heart is dry my feet is old my heart is hard my fears are cold you remember that one Deborah But I know how I ought to be, alive to you and dead to me. For what can be done for an old heart like mine? Come soften it up with your oil and wine. The oil is you, your spirit of love. Thank you. Please wash me anew in the wine of your blood. I love that song. Ah, the well of water that gave me to drink. There's another aspect as well that the Lord teaches us as we. Walk on in life. Just as he did to Job, he said, stand up like a man. I believe the Lord does speak to us at certain times and said, now it's time to stand up like a man. And be not afraid of anything that people might say about you, what you have heard or what you have done. But it's time to stand like a man. And we can stand like men. Women, I'm not excluding you gale, you girls, none of you. Because when the Lord speaks in the Bible about man or mankind, he's speaking of the body of all of us, men and women. We don't want to leave you out because I'll get nasty letters. <laughs> no. But this is a word that the Lord gave me about getting strong. It's from 2 Samuel 22, um, 32. For who is God? Save the Lord. Who is my rock? Save our God. For God is my strength and he is my power. And he makes me, my way perfect. He makes my feet even like hinds' feet so that I can jump over a fence of high places. He teaches my hands to war so that a bow of steel is broken in my arms. He has given me the shield of salvation and the gentleness of his spirit has made me great. He has enlarged the steps under me And he did not let my feet to slip. So I pursued all mine enemies and started to destroy them as I walked in the strength of the Lord. And they turned not again till I had consumed them. I have consumed them and wounded them that they could not arise. Yes, they are fallen under my feet for he has girded me and he has given me strength to battle and all them that had rose or risen against me he has subdued under my feet he has subdued them under our feet I know the scripture says that all things will be put upon un- under Jesus' feet and when all of his enemies are put there then shall be the sign of the son of man coming in the clouds of glory calling to you and calling to me that this great Lord who suffered so much for you and I what time is it? I can't see you. There we go. 27. But uh, there's a piece where you, you you go out of the spirit into the flesh and you and it takes you away from what you're trying to say out of your heart. But I just love the Lord this morning. I just love the Lord. And I know that the Lord loves us all, that his power and grace is for anyone. It's open for anyone. The whosoever's was always preached in this church, that the whosoever's, whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord, they shall be saved. Amen. Now, I don't know you all because I know there's a, we've been getting a lot of new faces in here. So, you know, if you need Jesus today, I beg of you to come to the altar when we give the altar call and so that you can make it right with the Lord. We don't want any, the scripture says he doesn't want any to be lost. He, wants, he would that all would be saved. But each one of us has to make a decision whether we want to serve the Lord or not. And that's the reason that mankind fell because they had a free will. God had given them and every one of us has a free will to whether we want to serve the Lord or whether we don't. We can walk away from him as I did once and I went into a very dark hole and for a couple of years I was I mean I thought I was lost never find my way back but the mercy of the Lord the mercy of the Lord is so great right Joy, Bob the mercy of the Lord is so powerful it will call unto us until the day that we might die. I remember a, just a while ago, I, I had my fourth heart attack. And, and I, when I came around on the table in the hospital, I, I just woke up and I thought, I was not afraid. I was not afraid. And I believe that that is a word for all saints that we are not afraid even when death comes knocking on your door. Even when death, because it says precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. And Paul wrote, death, where is your sting? Where is your grave? He said, there is no power in it, but we live for the power and the resurrection of the Lord. We look to our resurrection one day when we will be resurrected. I, you know, a few times I've, like I said, I've had four heart attacks, but Lord, I'm still here, still kicking, <laughs> still jumping, <laughs> still testifying of the Lord. I still believe that the power of a testimony is so strong, like I say, because it comes from the heart of the person who has been delivered, who has been, you know, loved by the Lord for over 40 years. The love of the Lord will keep on calling to us. He will keep on calling to us. I, I once thought of it like a, like the Holy Spirit sometimes will come like woo, I called it wooing. I don't know. I think that's an old-fashioned English word, but it comes wooing upon us. I remember one night when we were, the elders were up in Bellingham, and and we were, um, you know, we had hotel rooms, and during the night the Lord visited me, and I, and I kept singing all the night long. I was just singing a gentle. I just forget the song now. It was quite a number of years ago. But I just kept singing to the Lord and I felt the presence. I'm gonna put that down for a second right now. But I, I had a word from the Lord to pray for those over 65. I, I don't know why, I don't even know why, but I, I just feel. So all those that are over 65, If you can make it down here, (laughs) (laughs) all righty, yes, here they come waddling down. These are the pillars of the church, I want you to know. All you young people that are going to camp in a few weeks, these are the pillars of the church that you can, you can look up to. You can look toward them for the strength that they bear and they have bore as they walked With the Lord for many, for many years. I I know John himself. I don't know. I know some of you. I don't know all of you. But that walking with the Lord brings strength onto your, you know, onto your families. So I'm just going to bless you all this morning. If that's okay, I'm just going to start down here. I'm just going to bless each one. So, yeah. So thank you, Lord, for your blessing of the aged. Lord, you said we would grow in provision. Lord, you would help us to grow. Lord, and strength unto the body. Lord, your grace and love to ever be with us. Your love, Lord, an anointing upon his heart. In Jesus' name. our beloved Shepherd Lord just join me in in praying for these as we pray Lord your blessing your love to be upon him thank you Lord for delivering us from all of our fears thank you Lord, your grace and love upon us Lord all our days to walk with you Lord in strength of body strengthen our bones and bodies Lord to continue Lord to be a testimony for you Lord to be a testimony for you Lord thank you Lord for the pureness thank you for the pureness you have given us your blood has washed us clean Lord your righteousness has made us whole your love Prospers our heart. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we fill our hands, Lord. We fill our hands. Thank you, Lord, for our precious friends, Lord. Jesus, Lord, your love, your grace, Lord, we pray, Lord, remove that fire from our In Jesus' name, bless David. Lord, one of your servants. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, David. Your love, your grace, strength in his heart and soul. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Jesus, pray, Lord, for a miracle provision for Bill and for yeah. Bertha. Lord, that miracle birth. Lord, in Jesus' name, Lord, that provision, Lord, that Bill continues Continue, Lord, to speak to him in the ninth season. Continue, Lord, to give him those dreams. Lord, that proves he is an old man. Just stretch your hands forward here. Just pray. We pray for a healing. We pray for a healing with no bones. Lord Jesus, only you, you created the heavens and the earth. You created us out of the dust. Lord, we pray, Lord, for these hips and knees. To be healed in the sweetest name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Well you may be seated. Or oh, we'll just sing a song as we leave. I said it was not normal, so can we sing a sweet song?